The DNVR Rockies podcast is brought to you by our friends over at Green Mountain Dental. They are the best damn family-owned dentist in the Denver metro area. Just 15 minutes outside of downtown Denver. You gotta check them out if you need anything done. Especially if you don't love going to the dentist. They'll make you feel right at home. They'll treat you like family. They'll give you the absolute best and most professional care. And they'll hook you up with a free Sonicare toothbrush when you schedule a cleaning x-ray and exam. So check them out today. They are our longtime partners. If you help them out, not only are you getting the best possible care for your teeth, but you're also helping out DNVR, Green Mountain Dental, everybody. It's a big, happy family community here. So so check them out today. Welcome into the DNVR Rockies podcast, brought to you by Strava Craft Coffee. Remember now, you can use promo code DNVR25 to get 25% off for all you new users. But those of you who know and love that CBD-infused, deliciously rich, and potentially life-altering Strava Craft Coffee, you got to get subscribed now. Now's the time to do it. You get 20% off every single purchase when you do. They send it to you. However, in the intervals that you like, it's really fantastic stuff. I'm not joking when I say it's been a life changer for me. If you're a coffee drinker like I am and you don't know about the benefits of CBD, check it out. I I highly recommend it. I cannot recommend it more highly personally. It's been a life changer. I'm not joking for myself. So check them out there. We've got a little bit of a special podcast for you today, a combination of two conversations. You'll hear me say at the end that the predictions part of this that's going to come for you is not normally going to be on the podcast, and that's true, but we wanted to give you podcast listeners, an opportunity to see what you might be missing out on if you're not joining us on YouTube regularly, especially now that the season has started. We're going to have these semi-regular, shorter shows, 10 to 15, maybe 20 minutes long, where we're telling you about the lineup that day, predicting who's going to you know, get certain numbers of strikeouts, who's going to hit home runs, all that kind of stuff that, you know, for the podcast, that, that information usually isn't that much helpful by the next day, uh, you know, but for YouTube, it's going to be there. We're going to be doing it live. We're going to be there helping you try to win some money on DraftKings Sportsbook, all that good stuff. So we combine these two conversations today. We have to begin with Patrick, Michaela, and myself reacting to the news that the All-Star Game is, in fact, coming to Denver, Colorado. And because we were uh, recording that at a special time and we weren't exactly sure how long we were going to go, didn't get all of our reads in. So now I will just go ahead and remind you that the way you make sure you don't miss out on any of this stuff the second that it comes out is to make sure you're subscribed to the dnvr.com. You get all kinds of fantastic stuff when you do that. Access to all the written content, discounts on hats, shirts, masks, a bigger beer when you come down to the DNVR bar. You get to hang out with us in the Discord channel, talking Rockies 24-7, but also talking about all the other sports, everything else that's going on out there in the world of movies and television, entertainment, whatever you want to talk about. And right now, if you do the annual, you get that free t-shirt and a free holistic stick from our friends at Holistic Wellness. Check them out at H-O-L-I-S-T-I-K wellness.com and They'll hook you up with 30% off if you use promo code DNVR30. Hey there, Rockies fans. Welcome to a special emergency meeting of, I'm going to call it the Brain Trust here at DNVR Rockies. And of course, all of you out there 
in the community for we are going live here now on our various platforms. Hopefully you're joining us on uh, YouTube, especially subscribe there and all of that, because it has not been announced. Okay. We need to be clear about this. It is being reported by apparently everybody. It started with our guy, Vic Lombardi was first here in town, friend of DNVR, but it does sound like the major league baseball all-star game festivities will be coming to Coors Field here in Denver, Colorado. Michaela, I know this is something you were very excited at the possibility of. It's something we had talked about. We had floated that it made a lot of sense now that it's looking like it's going to happen. It's out there. We're feeling the buzz. You're seeing people react on social media. How's it feel? Oh, it feels so good. I'm so excited. I I really think Denver is the perfect place to host an all-star game. You know, all things considered, I think this is going to be great for the city of Denver, for the people of Denver, for Major League Baseball. Um, you couldn't ask for a better place to host. Coors Field is literally the one of the most beautiful ballparks. I know I'm biased, but it truly is one of the most beautiful ballparks. And I think it really is the best decision. And it's going to be so great for the city of Denver. And, you know, it's going to give people something to look forward to. Um, and I just can't wait. I'm so excited. The Midsummer Classic is my, one of my favorite things every single year. I always look forward to it. And now that it's probably going to be in our backyard, I'm just, I can't wait. I'm so excited. One the all-star game on is, Twitter, Chris is, is just as excited. Is with the, with the <laughs> it's possibly happening. <laughs> we are probably going to get it. <laughs> the all-star game is just one of the best events in all of pro sports. You know, in football, you know, the Super Bowl is at a single location. And for two weeks, everybody descends down upon that, whether you're a football fan or, or otherwise. And it's it's the one place to be if you love that sport or if you love the spectacle of the game. And for baseball, because, you know, we still have the, uh, the two teams from the AL and the NL kind of hosting, well, the All-Star Game is that one event where everybody can come together. Um, the, the best in the game, the best of all time, legends. And there's an element to this besides the game. Besides the home run derby, and besides a celebrity softball game, which is something you some people may or may not I had know totally about. forgotten about that That's until thing. you just said it. What are who are our top billers? What celebs are we getting? Do we know if this is Nathaniel Whitliff, first base, second base, Adams Clayton <laughs> Holland. Have you guys not made up your fantasy <laughs> right. softball team yet? I haven't even gone that far. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, Dante oh, Bichette man. is going to be in left field because you do have to have some everyday <laughs> regulars. Absolutely. That's oh, definitely going to happen. Willie um, Nazario will be catching. He's also going to be playing imagine? for contract because he's still that young. <laughs> so I don't, I don't think he, he gets that uh, entirely. But, but even outside of that, there are three other major facets. And, and the last one I'll get to, one is uh, the Futures game, which is a game where all the top prospects – uh, from around baseball, get together, play against each other. It's usually the United States uh, against the world team. That's a fantastic event that usually takes place uh, a couple days before the All-Star Game on Sunday. You also have this year the MLB draft. For the first time ever, the MLB draft is going to be in one location like this, and it's going to correspond with the All-Star Game a little bit later than normal. So that's incredibly special. The first time it ever happens, it's going to be here in Denver. And maybe most importantly, and, and this is something that goes on behind the scenes, it's, it's called FanFest, and basically it is an event that will most likely be hosted at the convention center where you can go in and 
pose for your own baseball card and you can walk away with that. You can right. stand on you can stand online and get autographs by uh, notable Hall of Famers, Blake Street Bombers, members of the 2007 World Series team. Again, none of these things are are, are official and lined up, but that's typically what you would see or you get a chance to uh, pose against the Ivy at Coors Field. There's all of these events besides just what we normally see on television. And sometimes those are where the most memories are made. And for that, I am so incredibly happy for the city of Denver right now. I'm so excited. Can we talk about how insane this home run derby is going to be? I honestly think they should measure it by how far it goes instead of how many they hit because those things are going to be moonshots. It's just going to fly out of the park. I'm so excited. I don't believe we've ever seen it even in batting practice, but someone, and this is where you earn the million dollars, this is where some lucky fan in the stadium was going to win a Ford uh, Tundra if someone hits a ball up into the rocks pile. Oh, someone will do it. Someone yeah. will do it. I'm on Vladdy. Let's go. I'm so excited. <laughs> I love it. I mean, there's so we've got a couple of people here in the comments section asking whether or not they should turn off the humidor for the weekend. You know, just, yes, just they will. Go. like totally like why not let it let it fly, especially for the home runder. We don't keep those balls in the humidor. What are we trying to improve? Right. Uh, I got my guy Stanton, by the way. I'm I'm one of my, I'm not from my superstar draft who hit one. How far did that one go today? But yeah, if we can get him in the home run derby out here. He's known to hit him. I think he's the guy that's come closest to actually putting one in the rocks ball. That was in a game. So uh, the players' parking lot out in left field is going to be. You may not want to park there. You may want to. Yeah. You know, if you're uh, Aaron Judge, you may want to park it in a garage somewhere in Lodo to keep it safe because there will be a lot of balls launched out there well over the hit the mitt sign our guy justin wick from purple row said this is what the rooftop is made for and yeah that's absolutely correct that actually i, I would it's not want to go, go i would not want to be there yeah you it's do not want to be there that's i'm too that's old danger that zone. Scene. yeah <laughs> I'm not. I'll be there. <laughs> Michaela's like <laughs> going straight to the party deck. You want to be in the dugout interviewing players after the derby? Okay, Michaela, you can sit down on the rooftop. <laughs> you can have that one. I'll be at the rooftop. Okay. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's <laughs> honestly a toss up. It's a. It's it's going to be a. It's going to be a. The whole thing is going to be a party. It's going to be an absolute blast. I think. One of the things, just as you were talking about all that stuff, Patrick, I was thinking about Trevor's story likely to be the Rockies representative in the All-Star game this year, whether it's his last year here or not. Does that and lock that, up whether or not he gets traded or not? At least by the All-Star right? right? You know, he's that's, now that locks that in. It will definitely know, right? after the All-Star um, game, obviously. And, uh, you know, uh, another showcase for the former third baseman who is likely to be a participant in those festivities as well, so that'll be interesting. Uh, Josh an opportunity to, yeah, Josh went to his cousin, that's right. DJ LeMahieu should be returning. Yeah. We could see yeah. the return of David Dahl, possibly. It's like a <laughs> nice reminder of all the mistakes the Rockets right. made in the past. <laughs> it's like when your ex texts you, you up, and you're like, I guess so. <laughs> I guess we are. <laughs> Who throws out the first pitch? Bring them all back. Yeah, great question to figure out yeah. who represents our city the best. You've got that. We've got the national anthem to go out. Of course, we can get the Lumineers. That I think would be a, a fantastic pick. I'm just a fan, so, you know, if we could get some 303 uh, throwback music out here, I'm all for it. <laughs> Not for the anthem, 
But <laughs> or, yeah, the, the pre-show yeah, for the part. Yeah. I think they could sing a good anthem. <laughs> it's like the anthem goes pop punk. Mm. Mm. Okay, I'm going to forget you said that. We're going to move on to the next part of the thing. <laughs> um, you know, let, let's do talk just, just very briefly, because Patrick, we hashed some of this out a little bit. There, there are a couple of potential drawbacks if, you know, they don't get another game. Uh, soon uh, how concerned are you about those things or about you know accepting kind of ultimately less than what they maybe would have been in line for if, if they hadn't just decided to go this route well yeah I, I you know mentioned in our in our slack this idea about um negotiating right? being a tough negotiator and we saw where that got this organization when it came to Noel Arenado and you know, I spoke to someone you know today who who said that their concern uh, was also that you know what the the Rockies turn for the All-Star game was actually coming up. The last couple of years there'd been these uh overtures that hey Coors Field is about to host, you know, there's 30 teams. It, everyone typically waits around 30 years. There are exceptions for that. Some teams have uh waited, you know, certainly a lot longer. Again, my All-Star game experience was in 96 in Philadelphia. They got a new stadium and they've still yet yeah. to host and they're approaching 30 years. So you go, all right, well, maybe 2028 was going to be their timeline, maybe a, a couple years sooner, maybe a couple years later. You would hope that in the negotiation process that, you know, Monford and, and, and the decision makers in the front office would said, look, you guys kind of need us and we're glad to step in, right? We're glad to help out, but we still want a normal all-star game where we can have 105% capacity we have a fan fest that goes on for a week not maybe just a couple days we want enough time to plan in so we can have a reunion for every single guy that played even a single pitch for the 2007 colorado rockies right. the entire blake street bombers need to be there on display there's usually a red carpet there's like a small parade that goes on downtown this might be something that might not happen this year obviously because of it you say hey that's not fair to Rockies fans, fans here in Colorado. And so I just hope that part of this negotiation wasn't just, oh my gosh, wow, you're giving me this gift? Well, hold on a second now. Like you're gaining something from this too. It yeah. doesn't just go one way. So you know what? Let's make sure that we're going to host the game, let's say in 2027. We'll see if if that's the year that, that it hits on. So that's what I'm hoping the case is because the fans are going to be happy with getting the game this year. But I want to see more of them going into the ballpark so they can have that memory like I did. More of them being able to go to the fan fest. And if you know what, the the, the, the money doesn't line up for them, they can just go down to maybe the 16th Street Mall and just stand behind a barricade and see Arenado again or Goldschmidt or Mookie Betts, uh, Ronald Acuna Jr., Vlad Guerrero, all of these fantastic ball players, and say, I was there, I saw that. Because right now, as it stands, they might not get that experience, and that's not fair to Colorado baseball fans. Yeah, for sure. I, I think that's all right. So we'll wait to see as those details come down. In the meantime, at the very least, we do just get to be excited that here in a couple of months, we get to partake in, as you said, the Midsummer Classic, one of the great events. You know, the other all-star games and the other sports have kind of become like inconveniences for their players. And right. like the, the pro bowl is a joke. The NBA all-star game, I will say is a blast. It's, it's a lot of fun, but it's not basketball. Really? It's, it's a glorified game of horse. 
going on out there. Uh, the Midsummer Classic, man, is just real. It brings all the best talent in the game. When I was a kid, I remember like making sure my parents knew we have to get home in time for the starting lineups. Like I need to see the way the crowd reacts to every single player, the way they boo the in-division guys that they don't like or the guy who hit their dude last year, the way they go absolutely insane for their own players, even if it's just – you know, the one their own their relief pitcher that's the only guy who made it into the game. He's getting the biggest ovation today anyway. You know, stuff like that. I just there's so many little things, those moments of uh Tory Hunter, Robin, Barry Bonds, and he gets to have that moment where he doesn't even care that he just lost a home run and he lifts the dude up over his shoulders, all the things and even the nature of the game that you can't like mail in a pitching or hitting performance, right? You when you're out there on the mound, you can't, you the guys don't just lob it in at 89 because it's the all-star game. You know, you, you're you giving them your best stuff. You want to show the world what you can do. And when you're up there hitting, this is BP. Like, these guys take this very serious at the very least, right? So it's just the game is usually very competitive. The guys are out there trying hard. I love the all-star game. I'm so stoked that we're going to get a, a front row seat to this. Like, obviously us – we're very lucky. The three of us are very, very lucky that we're probably going to get to be there. And it's just like, man, that's really cool. It's, you know, the, it, even if the, as we said before, even if the franchise doesn't necessarily deserve it, the community does the Denver baseball fan does. Uh, this is something to feel good about after a long time of there not being a lot around here to feel good about. Yeah, for sure. And I think it's going to be huge too, for, um, you know, the city, the businesses around Coors Field, lower downtown, like kind of getting some of that, um, you know, that business into the city of Denver is going to be so great for the smaller businesses, the restaurants, everything that's around Coors Field. Um, you know, obviously the restaurant industry and some of the smaller businesses were hurt the worst during the COVID pandemic. And so, you know, maybe this will provide some of that much needed relief. Um, and I can't think of anything better, you know, for those businesses. And I'm sure they're already, they're probably even more excited than we are. Um, you know, there's obviously still a ton of questions surrounding the game. What's the capacity going to be? Like you guys mentioned, what are the events going to be? But, you know, I think one of the reasons why Colorado is a perfect place for this is because we're doing so well with the vaccine rollout. All, everyone's eligible for the vaccine starting on Friday that happened on Friday. So right. if we can kind of keep on track of what we're doing, like maybe capacity, which is at 40% right now at Coors Field, maybe get bumped up a little bit. Um, and, you know, not only are we doing really well with the, like the vaccine rollout, we're also doing really, like we have are historically one of the best states for voter turnout, um, voter registration, all that good stuff. So I think Colorado really is the perfect place for this all-star game. And I think it's going to be a much needed, like, relief and reward for the people of Denver, like I said before, the businesses around Coors Field and in lower downtown. Um, and I think it's just going to kind of be like a very much like a breath of fresh air that we've all really needed after such like a hard past year. So I'm so excited. I literally like, oh, it makes me so happy. It's like the thought of it coming here. And with the game being on July 13th, think about, again, we're not there yet, but think about what it looked like a year before where we were just finally getting baseball back and summer camp as it was dubbed and so baseball was back but the fans weren't back yet and so to just flip the calendar a full year and to be able to to have people inside the ballpark to enjoy the the grandest spectacle that we have in our game that will just be so exciting and i 
just I can't wait. This is this is just wonderful, wonderful news for for Colorado's baseball fans. Yeah, I'm very excited. Uh, everybody out there, let us know. You know what it is you're most looking forward to about the game? Is it the home run derby? Is it some of the young guys? Who are the celebrities? I saw Wild the Innocent throwing out uh, Don Cheadle. If we're going straight like Denver celebs, and we're bringing it, like I was like, okay, Dan Soder's a guy. He was he was uh, raised in Aurora, comedian, uh, actor on Billions. Yeah. yeah. Dan probably, yeah. I was going to say, who, who else are the Denver area celebs? Uh, uh, see if we can get Sam Talent in there. He's a local stand comedian, just released a book. There you go. We'll, we'll get all the guys from Rollicks. The guys who can't. Shout out for uh, Adam Cain Holland. Like, fantastic stuff. I've been watching a lot of his stuff recently. Just it's been on my YouTube or whatever. And that's what's great about YouTube. You should subscribe to our channel here because then you'll get all kinds of our content you'll get more rocky stuff you'll get more dnvr stuff that's one of the nice things about how that works so yes there Phillip, we go Phillip. Pitch, you know, the first pitch in the game would be amazing the only and thing more amazing than that would be if a dodger ran out there and tackled him while he was throwing the pitch and no foul was called or rather why don't you just give him uh one of the the balls they use in basketball so he can it can look like a baseball, but it's a basketball. So he's used to it in his hand as he heaves it towards home plate, and you know Aaron Gordon there will have go. to catch it. He's he's got a good catcher size body. John Elway, yeah, we'll, we'll see him. Yep. Cowboy uh, Cerrone, guys. Cowboy Cerrone, he's a Denver guy. I mean, he's he's another one. There's a lot How of. How dare uh, I forget here. Matt Stone and Trey Parker? That's that's on me. That's terrible. I don't know. Yeah, so Corey Sanhagen. Yeah. We got we got a lot of uh, fantastic you know Olympic uh, Olympic athletes and uh, a lot of uh, marathon runners that that do their training here in Colorado. So we could tap into some uh, gold medalists that we've had in the Olympics. Michaela Schifrin, best name ever. Right, <laughs> first Missy Franklin. Missy, yep. That Goose Missy. Gossage. Oh, just have to say Missy here. I love that Goose. Yep, Goose would be great. Mom Dukes hooked that one up. She's there. We oh, it would be great to see if uh, you know uh, Roy Halliday's family. Like to see them at the ballpark. Yes. Kind of give give yes. them a shout out. That would that would be a, a another really good one. Of course, Mark Melanson's from the Colorado area, so uh, you know he might even be able to make it on on his own there uh, as, with the close as, as being a closer with the Padres. Marco Gonzalez there, another another Colorado product. Hopefully, Kyle Freeland could be healthy enough, and you know maybe uh, in in a a handful of starts. Uh, who knows? <laughs> you never know. He'll be there. He'll be there in some way. Wouldn't that be cool? That's too bad. It's probably gonna. It's unlikely, but it's just. It's gonna be a great time. And if there are a few uh, unfortunate pieces of fallout, well, then we'll we'll think about that for another day. This is a great day for Colorado baseball fans. Outside of even particularly being a, a Rockies fan or an organization. It's just the, the game is coming here. The best in the world are coming to your backyard. They're going to be out there showcasing the absolute best baseball in the world. And one of the things that happens is then it showcases your city and your state and all of the reporters that come in and, and broadcast on TV and radio who don't always take the time to look around at what's going on here. Come and see all the stuff that Michaela talked about, about how well we've been doing with voting stuff and with the pandemic and also take a nice look at that party deck take a nice look at downtown denver have a good time and recognize that this really is one of the most beautiful places in the world to take in 
a baseball game. We're going to be the center of the baseball world this summer. Probably just for one baseball game this year, will Coors Field be the center of the baseball world? And it's going to be this one. So we're going to get stoked as hell on it. Thank you all for hanging out with us. It's been a lot of fun. Make sure you're subscribed to the podcast uh, that you're subscribed to the dnvr.com that you're helping out all of our sponsors drinking that Strava craft coffee, subscribing down there. You got your Breck brew and all that stuff going. We really do appreciate each and every single one of you. Follow us on social media at Drew Creaseman, at Patrick E. Lyons, at Michaela E. Perkins, all the social media stuff. You got to give us a follow so that you're finding out about this stuff and seeing all the fantastic graphics that our production team makes immediately. You don't want to miss out on this stuff. Again, it's really all a part of being the family here at the DNVR. So we've got a few predictions for you on the upcoming Arizona Diamondbacks series. But before we do that, we got to remind you about our friends at manscaped.com. You got to be tucked. You got to be clean. You got to be nice and smooth. Got to have everything going on with the downstairs. And the best way to take care of that is to get manscaped. You know, you get free shipping plus 20% off when you use promo code DNVR20 at manscaped.com. But really, fellas, it's about more than that. It's about taking care of yourself, making sure that the best parts of yourself are being taken care of. Whether you need that lawnmower 3.0 to get nice and trimmed up, you need uh, some of that deodorant, a little spritzer, the most comfortable pair of boxers, I swear to you, that you've ever worn in your life. Check them out and again, get free shipping plus 20% off at manscaped.com when you use promo code DNVR. Also, check out our friends at Gabby Insurance, gabi.com slash DNVR. They saved me 400 bucks and it cost me nothing. That's right. Absolutely nothing. It took me less than 10 minutes. You just go there. You put in a couple of bits of information. They find you the absolute best deals on your home or car insurance that you're probably paying way too much for. So do it today. If you'd use the slash DNVR, it gives us credit for it, which we really appreciate it. It helps everybody involved again. When you help a member of the family, it helps everybody out. And Gabby, man, they're, they're one of my favorites. I'm really stoked on them because, as I've said before, they just save you money. That's it. That's all they do. Check it out at gabi.com slash DNVR. Just going over the game, getting a little quicker breakdown for y'all, running over some DraftKings Sportsbook odds, bets for you, see if you can make a little money tonight. Uh, we've already wrapped up the last series and shared our thoughts on the All-Star game, so those of you that subscribe to the YouTube have already gotten all of that stuff. So we go tonight, the Colorado Rockies kick off a three-game set against the Arizona Diamondbacks. Luke Weaver on the hill for the Snakes. Adam Marquez makes his second start of the season after a very disappointing first start for the Colorado Rockies. Uh, first of all, just to open it up, Michaela, what are you looking for in this one out of both teams? I know you you know these Diamondbacks well, so this is one of those times where you're going to be the most informed among us, I believe. Yeah, I mean, I'm definitely the most interested in how the starting pitching performs this series. You know, you kind of mentioned Herman Marquez really struggled. His, you know, first start, this is Luke Weaver's first start of the year. He was coming off a really, really bad 2020 season, a super bumpy spring training. His fastball and his changeup can be elite at times, but his slider and his curveball are super inconsistent. Um, you know, this is going to be a kind of a defining game for him to kind of set the tone for the rest of the season. You know, Herman Marquez had a great 2020. Um, his short outing on opening day versus the Dodgers wasn't great. You know, he walked a career high six batters. 
Um, he managed to just give up one run, which was good for him. Um, but, you know, I'm really looking for that starting pitching to kind of become more consistent, especially from Herman, who has, you know, one start under his belt now. It wasn't the best, but I think he can definitely build off of that start. He knows what he needs to work on. He knows what he can do better. Um, you know, as far as some of the hitting goes, I'm really excited to see, you know, some of these guys now who have had some looks uh, out there on the field there. Like I said, the first day, you know, opening week jitters are kind of hopefully dying down at this point, you know, Cattell Marte is coming to town. Um, he went nine for 16 in the last uh, series against the Padres, the Diamondbacks played for opening weekend. So I'm excited to kind of see how they can deal with Cattell Marte, probably the best bat in their lineup. So it should be a good series. I think it's going to be a little bit more evenly matched than <laughs> the Dodgers. Um, I'm hoping that the Rockies can come out with some wins on this series. Um, you know, if there's any chance to improve your record, it's going to be against the Diamondbacks in the West. So I'm hoping the Rockies can pull it out, pull out a series win. That's pretty astute when you when you think about after this series, you got the Giants coming up. So if the Rockies want to at least hang around here in, in the first half or the first month or two and make it interesting, which they almost seemingly always do uh, in the first part of the season is, is give you that hope. Uh, sometimes it's legit, sometimes it's not. But this series will, will be a, a decent indicator on uh, what kind of ball club this is. You know, my worry would probably be that one of the through lines, and again, we've only seen one series, that the Rockies could play up or play down to their opponents. You know, they were battling that entire series against the Dodgers, and we've we've broken that down ad nauseum. But now you've got the Diamondbacks coming in in an almost identical situation. They were one in three. They were against an NLS powerhouse in the Padres, and you know are, they're on the upswing too. They're in that rebuilding mode. So it'll be interesting to see, you know, if if this will be kind of a hard fought series, or if the Rockies will be able to you know, bounce back and say, no, we're, we're not the, the basement of the NL West. Um, you know, we're, we're a little bit better than that. Of course, they are going to have to do that without uh, Elias Diaz in the lineup tonight. Uh, it's, it's his day off with Dom Nunez behind the plate. Uh, and Josh Fuentes not in the lineup still, uh, we believe, with that, that sore wrist. So there's going to be two bats that uh, typically fare well against Luke Weaver, but they will not be uh, starting at Coors Field tonight. I definitely think this is going to be a gut check series. You know, like we said, it's pretty much going to be between the, the Diamondbacks and the Rockies and the Giants kind of battling it out for last place in the West. So, um, you know, hopefully the Rockies can pull together a, a good string of games here and prove, like you were saying, Patrick, that, you know, they really aren't the basement team in the NL West and they can definitely win some games against um, the, the, the Diamondbacks coming to town. Getting to that, no real surprises in the lineup, as Patrick said. You know, just a, a couple of guys who aren't uh, available. Uh, though with Nunez, you, you've still got a lot of pop there in a left-on-right matchup. Again, I, I think Patrick and I have both been very excited about what this catching tandem can bring offensively. Uh, I'm always excited when Nunez's bat is in the lineup. He's one of the guys I think has the most to prove and grow this year. So kind of back to the, the typical stuff that we'd see Ryan McMahon back in there at third base. Um is there anybody now? I'm going over the DraftKings Sportsbook odds. Well, let's, let's actually start with the pitching. I was just talking about the lineup. Let's go back to the pitching for a minute because uh, Armand Marquez is back up at 5.5. The odds makers not uh, concerned at all about his lack of strikeout stuff and, and lack of command of the fastball. Um, in you know, all year last year, this 5.5 for Armand Marquez was easy money on taking the over every single time. I'm 
I'm not sure. I, th- I want to see the fastball be back yet. It could be, it could be, look, if he comes out and strikes out eight people, nine people, and I'm not going to be surprised. I don't know that I'm aggressively taking the over on this, Matt. I'll take the over. I think I have a little bit more confidence in Herman Marquez this time around. Um, you know, I think opening day really was just a fluke, um, a rare, weird performance from him with giving up a ton of walks and really struggling to locate his pitches. But I think, um, you know, he's kind of gotten that out of his system and it's time for him to get up there and show everyone why he is the Rockies ace and why he has been given that position in the rotation. So I'm okay with taking the over on this one. I think we'll get a better glimpse of what Herman Marquez really is as a pitcher. And I think he will hopefully be wheeling and dealing out there on the mound and he can strike uh, a good amount of guys out. So I'll take the over. It's a cautious over, but um, I'm hoping that we can get um, some glimpses of what an ace looks like out of Herman Marquez. I'm also going to take the over on that, particularly just because of how well Marquez has pitched against the Diamondbacks in the past, uh, as far as carving up hitters and getting that sword and getting those K's. Um, you know, dating back to 2018, you know, going back to his last five starts, seven, five, five, nine, and 11 strikeouts against these Diamondbacks. Now it's going to be a little bit colder out now. It's currently raining right now in Coors Field. They do have the tarp out and uh, it should stop raining before game time. So some of those colder temperatures can be a little bit bothersome, um, you know, to a lot of guys trying to feel that grip. We know MLB is out in full force trying to, you know, make sure that players aren't using any of that uh, sticky stuff uh, that they're typically prone to use. Now, we've still yet to see anybody get any fines or suspensions, so it could be colder environs like today. They look the other way. We'll kind of wait to see what happens. But uh, nonetheless, uh, I I think that's a bold pick. I I think you can go on the over five and a half uh, with this hitting lineup. And if you look at the last series too, you know, the Diamondbacks played against the Padres. They were outscored 20 to 12 and they just hit a little over 200. Um, the only two bats in their lineup that really helped them out at all was like I mentioned, Cattell Marte going nine for 16 with two homers, two doubles and two walks. And then Carson Kelly went five for eight with a double. And other than that, I mean, they really didn't generate much offense at all. Eduardo Escobar went 0 for 11. So it's not like they've got some big bats in this lineup. It's not like they're, you know, I don't think they're, they're obviously nowhere near the Dodgers in terms of talent with their lineup. So I'm really not scared of the Diamondbacks and I don't think Herman Marquez should be either. And if their, you know, previous performance against the Padres is any indication, I think, you know, over five and a half strikeouts for Herman is a really, it should, it should be a safe bet. I'm hoping it is at least. <laughs> All right, there you go. How about that? The the two of you taking an over and me taking an under here on the Colorado Rockies. Uh, I will say, despite everything you've just said, Mac, I think that makes 100% sense on that offense. There are two guys who, when they come to Coors Field, they just rake. And in this one, you can get David Peralta at plus 480 to hit a homer, and you can get Cattell Marte at plus 440 to hit a homer. You like either of those? Um, I think out of those two, I would say David Peralta would probably be the one that would go yard. He had, I think, two a two-run triple on Sunday. So, I mean, it was pretty close to being a home run. He hit it pretty deep. Um, so, I guess if I would have to pick either of those, I would go with David Peralta, but I'm not really confident in either of them. Um, you know, obviously, you can get the whole Coors argument started now with <laughs> it being a hitter-friendly park, but um, I think... Yeah, I think I would have to pick David Peralta out of those two. But again, it's I'm not either. I'm not, I don't strongly feel either way. 
Yeah, those are the two big guys I, I was able to pinpoint to, Drew. You're, you're right on there with Marte and Peralta. Similar prices, 440 and 480, uh, respectively. If you're looking for, you know, maybe a, a dark horse, but the payout is the same as Peralta, it's Eduardo Escobar, um, who over the course of his career has hit pretty favorably against Marquez and in 18 at-bats, um, has an OPS of uh, over 1,500 against him, so he could be another guy that, Again, depending if the lines change, if it goes up a little bit more, go ahead and, and cash in on Eduardo Escobar to Homer at Coors Field tonight. If you don't feel like betting on, you know, the other guys to hit home runs and you maybe want to bet on some Rockies, uh, you got Story at 310, so not as long of odds, not as much of a payout there. But still, uh, Story may be due to, to get ready to go yard in this one. Uh, where's Charlie Blackman at 380? I saw Will in the comments saying going with Hilliard, but I don't, I don't see Hilliard on here, which is too bad. I think the Rocky with the the longest odds for you tonight, uh, who's shown some pop already this year and throughout spring training, who's swinging a arguably a hot bat, is Dom Nunez, my dude, down there at a, at a plus 480 as well. Uh, so like I said before, that's one of my favorite bets to do because you can just plop down five bucks on a guy to hit a home run. And if he doesn't hit the home run, eh, you're out five bucks. But every single time that guy comes up to to bat, it's really exciting for you because if they do, you can make some pretty solid money that way. So uh, I, I like some of those. I might throw it down. I might throw five bucks down on Nunez tonight. The longest shot is actually uh, Garrett Atkins at plus. Not Garrett Atkins. Oh, um, I mean, shot. It is going to be a long shot. Uh, although that does make me think about a, a home run derby, a legends derby here coming up this summer. Man, I, I just can't stop thinking about that all star game. But Garrett Hampson uh, is plus 580, uh, and he has favorably in a, a smattering of at bats against Weaver. Uh, and we've seen him with a, a, a series of extra base hits. And you know what? The one thing that the DraftKings Sportsbook uh, does not differentiate between is an outside the park home run. And an inside the park home run. And with the, the outfield grass being a little bit more moist than normal, uh, a double to the gap could very easily be an inside the park home run for the Harrier, a.k.a. the hamster, Gary Hampson. <laughs> we should give him all the nicknames as humanly possible. He should be the Harrier because it's a type of very like bird, and uh, it is a term that, that's used in, in running. So he should be the Harrier. Love it. Better than hamster. You like any Rockies to hit home runs tonight, Mac? I mean, obviously, anytime you're picking a guy to hit a home run in a game, you're taking a shot in the dark. But if you were to take one, you got someone? Yeah, I mean, look, I don't have any confidence of Luke Weaver as a starting pitcher. So I think, you know, the Rockies, if they're going to go yard tonight, tonight to go yard, because, you know, we're going to be back to Bumgarner uh, the next day. So I think... Um, if you're going to pick a Rocky, obviously Trevor Story and Charlie Blackman are probably your safest bets. Um, I would probably go with Charlie Blackman because his bat is pretty hot and Charlie Blackman is my guy. So I'd always take Charlie Blackman. He's plus 380 on DraftKings Sportsbook. So it's pretty good odds. Not horrible. Um, I'm going with my guy, Charlie Blackman. Love it. All right. Now, we, and we've got to do now last time. We went three for three on picking someone to get a hit. Let's see how long we can stay 100%. We're still batting 1,000. Chris Owings lost his batting 1,000. But this show, still batting 1,000. Uh, so let's let's go around. Patrick, I'll start with you on this one. Just a Rocky to get a hit tonight. I'm going to go with Mr. Rymel Tapia. Oh, Patrick, you took my guy. <laughs> no, no, he took my guy. <laughs> to go first is, uh, you know what I get? 
Carte Blanche there. Yeah, I no, he's it. again, he's got pretty good numbers against Luke Weaver, uh, an eight career at bats. You know, if Fuentes was in the lineup, even Elias Diaz, those are two guys I had marked. Uh, maybe we'll see them later in the game. Of course, by that point, Weaver will probably be out. But as far as starters go, uh, I, I would pick Garrett Hampson. So he, he's still out there. Just didn't want to go back to back on the Hamp train. There's a third nickname for you, the Hamp train. Uh, so <laughs> I'm going to go. Okay. I'll top you. El Cangrejo. <laughs> El Cangrejo. I don't even care. I'm going to do it. I'm sticking with Charlie Blackman. Charlie Blackman's going to rake this game. He's going to hit a home run. He's going to get a couple hits in there. I took him last time, I think. I don't remember. I can't remember. It's been too long. Um, I don't even care. I love him so much. It doesn't even matter. Charlie Blackman's going to get a hit or two or three and a home run. Love it. Love it. I'll take Rymack. I'll I'll go with McMahon to come up with a hit tonight. like probably extra bases. The last time I said that about Crone, he gave me a single and it was fine. I was very happy with it. So I should just take what I get, but still. So we got Blackman Tapia, Ryan McMahon uh, to get over. Oh, oh, they do have a bet on there for Tapia to get over. Okay. So that's good. Since we were all going to take Tapia to get a yes. hit, are any of us going to take him to get more than one hit? Tonight? Yeah, I would definitely take that over. Um, you know, he's been phenomenal in that leadoff spot. His um, on-base percentage is probably the highest on the Rockies uh, lineup right now. So, um, you know, he's doing a really good job getting on base. I would feel comfortable taking the over on one and a half hits, um, especially against, again, a pitcher like Luke Weaver. It's not like he is a scary guy out there on the mound. So I would take the over on one and a half hits for Tapia, no problem. And uh, we already talked about Marquez with the five and a half strikeouts. Uh, again, I would take the over on that. Um, aside of aside from two or three batters in the Diamondbacks lineup, I'm really not scared of anyone. So um, I'm very comfortable taking the over on both of those. Yeah, the Tapia payout on over one and a half is plus 191. So that's a little bit better of a payout. My question is, do you want to go? No, you don't want to take the over on Chris Owings uh, on on getting a hit, partially because you got to pay out. He's also not in the starting lineup. He's not in the starting lineup. But yeah, won't. don't do that one. <laughs> I also wouldn't take that even if he was in the starting lineup. So. <laughs> if you take a guy that's not in the starting lineup, is that you've got an excitement throughout the entire game, and you hear this guy coming up to the plate in a pinch hit performance, you are you are the most excited person in the world for right. that guy and that pinch hit at bat. And so that puts a little juice on the game if you're uh, – if you're brave enough to do that. Although I do wonder since, you know, Chris Owings obviously spent some time with the Diamondbacks. If he has an advantage at all, I don't know. Maybe I still wouldn't even do it. Let's face three of these uh, relievers in, in their bullpen in, in the D backs bullpen. Uh, and he does have hits against two of those three guys, Chris Davinsky um, and Alex Young. So there's that going for him as well. Yep. Austin's also got the Rockies over 5.5 runs tonight. They've been scoring a lot already. Michaela's given you all the reasons why that might be the case. Look, this offense was supposed to be terrible, but do they put up another solid number tonight? I you think know, so. Yeah, another line that I do like also is the over on one and a half runs uh, in the first inning, that's plus one eighty, and oh, I like again, that too. that's you know that's that's something that doesn't go either way. Whether it's the Rockies getting two, one apiece, whatever it is, we usually see a couple runs scratched across in the first inning. That keeps it interesting, puts you in the win column early on. Okay, yeah, yeah, I, I like that one. And then the the last one, and I'm trying to find it on here. I can't actually just find the Rockies to win the baseball game. <laughs> 
I'm not sure that that's possible. You can just pick What's the winner and loser of a game. That, that doesn't make sense. Why would anybody want to do that, Drew? Why would, I, why would anyone say? I, did, uh, I did write it down. It was uh, minus 127 just straight up. And you can also give runs, too. That's another thing that's interesting right. is you can give uh, you know one and a half because obviously a half a run is just, hey, they're going to win the game by a run. So you can end up giving um, essentially a run and a half. So will the Rockies win by two? Don't know. Um, and actually, at the moment, it looks like it's it's off the board. We'll see what happens if... If uh, you know, are the Rockies uh, a group of mudders? Do they do they play better in the rain and in the mud? I don't know, but right now, currently, DraftKings is kind of postponed some of the odds oh. on this game, so we'll oh, see. I love that theory. Oh, we'll I love see that. what's going on with that. Yeah, maybe, maybe the Rockies are a bunch of mudders. <laughs> well, uh, time to get down and dirty. However, it comes back or not, back to you like the Rockies to win the ball game tonight. Yeah, I do. I really do. I mean, it's a huge disparity in terms of pitching talent out there on the mound, in my opinion. Like I said, aside from Catal Marte, uh, I'm just not, yeah, I'm just really not scared of the Diamondbacks. It scares me specifically, but yeah, I think those two guys and and you're I'm sure they're saying other than Trevor's story. And Trevor yeah, Black. exactly. I'm sure they're probably saying the exact same thing. But I think in the terms of advantage, if you're going to look at an advantage, I think we have an advantage, of course, in the starting pitching, as well as um, I think our bullpens are evenly matched. So, um, yeah, I think the Rockies are going to win this one. And if there is a game to win, it's going to be this one. Because, like I said, we have Bumgarner tomorrow. So um, it's time for the Rockies to win, win this game and the series. But, yes, I think the Rockies win tonight. It's Bumgarner, Senzatella going in game two. And then in game three, John Gray is slated to pitch, but, you know, Buddy did kind of intimate uh, at the end of Sunday's game that they're not um, hard and fast with keeping the rotation in the same way. Not necessarily so much for John Gray because he's expected to make his next start after having some full body cramping in game three. But I think uh, if they're going to go ahead and they're going to need a fifth starter this week. So they don't necessarily have to wait for the fifth spot right after Gomber. Um, they can slot him in uh, the day before Gomber or the day before Gray. And so, you know, with the maybe a question mark around Thursday, maybe um, this, again, could be a, a, that much more of a pivotal, pivotal game for the Rockies to be able to win. All right. I like it. Yeah, I think the Rockies take this one tonight, especially if, if Max right about Marquez, the, the Rockies should win this one easily. If he's still struggling with the fastball, I think it's a knockdown drag out fight. I think a lot of runs are going to be scored in this game, though, uh, at least by one team, maybe by both. We'll see what happens. So should be a fun baseball game and a very winnable series. I'm taking the Rockies to win the game and the series against the Diamondbacks. But we'll come back with more bets and odds and all that good stuff for you throughout the week. You've got to be subscribed to YouTube for all this stuff. It's not going to end up on the podcast. So the only way to get it is to make sure you're joining us for these things live uh, the pregames, it's, man, it's, it's just going to be a whole lot of fun running over these. Hopefully we stay at a 1,000. We'll see <laughs> on our predictions. I'm guessing not, but it's going to be a whole lot of fun. So thanks, everyone, for hanging out with us. We appreciate all of you, and we'll see you next time. Thanks again to all of you for listening, and make sure, hey, if you're having beef for dinner tonight, you're having it from the best possible place to get your beef, and that's Hassel Cattle Company. I personally can attest they are some of my favorite food on the planet. Actually, I'm about to scratch all the qualifiers. It's my favorite food out there to eat. I love having ground beef, ground chuck, 
the burgers, but probably my favorite is that Wagyu beef bacon that you get there. There's no hormones and antibiotics. They're treating the animals well. They're treating your body well. They're treating your wallet well. It's a win-win win-win-win situation and you get 10% off when you use code DNVR10 and you get free shipping if you order over 200 bucks which if you've got the freezer space I highly recommend done it a couple of times now I regret nothing I've had 100% positive feedback from everyone who's tried this zero negative things to say not even like zero overall negative reviews where somebody said you know good things bad things but i've, I've got to give it a thumbs down man no i mean like not a complaint not the packaging was bad it got there late nothing i've had zero complaints about this stuff it's extremely tasty it doesn't break your bank it, it's some of my favorite stuff in the world it really is check them out at hassle cattle company that's h-a-s-s-e-l-l cattle company.com we really do appreciate you all listening into this kind of special piece together episode of the podcast. Make sure you are joining us on YouTube because for most of the rest of the year, those conversations aren't going to end up on the pod. And if you only subscribe to this podcast feed and you're not joining us on YouTube, you're going to end up missing out a lot of the fun that we're going to have this year, especially those preseason show or pregame shows where we're just kicking it around about the lineup or, or talking about the tonight's starting pitching matchup placing a couple of fun bets, uh, doing those types of things in preparation for the game. It's going to be a lot of fun throughout the year. I really hope those of you who haven't yet will join us on YouTube because that's the place where so much fun is going to happen. Plus, our graphics team works really hard to put together some nice visuals for all of you, so I, I think you'll appreciate it. Thank you all for continuing to follow everyone on social media, for continuing to subscribe to the DNVR.com or re-upping, which I know some of you still need to do, and you're ready to do it. We appreciate you all. We really couldn't do it without you. You are the lifeblood of this community. So continue to be absolutely awesome out there. I promise you that I will continue to be absolutely Drew Creaseman in here, along with the entire team at DNVR. We appreciate you. And until next time, we will see you at the ballpark.